0: Prepare to enter the Earth-free. Hi there, everybody. I'm Ian. Hi there, everybody, and I'm Joe. And we're introing uh, an archived episode this week. We pulled this shit out of the vault. We did. We did. We decided to get lazy, not, not doing a, a live show. There were spiders. <laughs> there were always spiders. And Ian grabbed it out of the, out of the case or the <laughs> chest. Joe is actually not feeling well. He's kind of under the weather. So we're, we're giving him a break this week um, yeah, and, and running an archived episode. That's actually um, the second ever episode we ever recorded.
1: Yeah, we uh, we came up with the theme song, which you heard, you hear coming into this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll hear it coming up. We developed it on this show. This was the very yeah (laughs) second time you and I sat in front of microphones. Very young,
0: uh, still bright eyed, bushy tailed podcasters.
1: We were very young, Ian McKellen's uh, or Sir Ian McKellen's. uh, Very young, Sir Paul McCartney's.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sir Joseph Stalin's. um, Why uh, are we go in there? But this is, I mean, we didn't even know when we were releasing this. I don't know that we even knew what the podcast network was yet. Because we, we only had one show at this point. It was Millie McCormick. Yeah. Hi Dare had just started. We just recorded one episode. Thanks for reminding me. And then two days later. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. Um, but yeah, this is like. Two days into us actually thinking we could do a podcast together, and now we're still still going. I have no idea what's on this actual oh. this actual show. Yeah, so we have
1: no idea what the hell's on this episode. Yeah, we
0: about. we don't know what's exactly on this episode. So um, I love it. Sit back and relax, and uh, smoke a fatty. Bo fatty. <laughs>
1: that was perfect
0: and there you go there's the uh opening theme song done all right now uh we're gonna we're gonna break oh call do the, the show real do quick the more. most important we're gonna get into the show get
1: into the show and the best way to and do then that get Ian. Into the show oh we should probably say oh hi my name hi, is Joe Morales hi there. Hi, Dare. I'm Joe Morales, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm Ian. Oh, uh, we should do. Um, we'll 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 just call this an executive decision. I think. Uh, yeah. I think we could be casual with this and just go with first names.
1: I think that's. I think that's. Uh, the, that's a good way to go. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, it's more know, personable. People, people will us. like. The they'll already be taking their clothes off. Right. They'll be like, "Oh man, I'm his friend." Yeah. Exactly. I know him. He knows me. So, uh, hi, Dare. Hi, Dare. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe,
0: and welcome to Hi, hi Dare.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are. We're we're gonna start the show off the best way we know how because uh,
0: without which
1: there would be no Hi Dare. There would be no Hi Dare. We're up in the elf tree right now, and we are jumping into a little uh, Mary Janey Jane. You just got to know who to ask. You got to give the right handshake. Exactly. You had to jack somebody off, didn't you?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, a handshake over and over and over It's like a
1: shake weight. That's how I always get like my practice. Just like the commercial, I'm always like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> Did you ever see that commercial? Oh, yes. Where it's just like, eh. <laughs> the guys editing that thing, they had to know. They had to know that.
0: I think that was how it was designed. It had to have been.
1: It I mean, when like they too- when they were holding it up, like literally at eye level. Right, exactly. Shaking it like a, like a fucking, like someone was on their knees underneath a, a donkey.
0: Yeah. Trying
1: to uh, figure out where the <laughs> secrets of, uh, I don't know. Of the world. The world are hiding.
0: The the fountain of youth.
1: <laughs> but, uh... Along the old dusty trail, you had to take a little diversion course and, uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you, uh, what are you partaking in tonight?
1: Man, I've been, uh... Well, we, uh, earlier I did a little mix of some Green Crack and XJ13. And it, it was pretty good. It really puts my brain in a pretty weird stupor. If uh, that makes any sense. It
0: did, it does?
1: Uh... But I, I feel like I stay pretty creative on it. That's good. Um, I don't ever get really tired, but I do feel like I space out a little too much.
0: There, There's, there's that. Uh, I was definitely spacing out myself a little bit earlier. That's why I decided to go uh, a little bit more mellow for the show. But, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, Right each, now, Ian is high out own. of his
1: mind. I'm I'm a little I'm a little up there. He's parasailing while I'm down on the boat, just trying I'm to trying. figure out how to get the goddamn thing to start. <laughs> You're I'm already parasailing. Bring,
0: I'm trying to bring a little mellow back to my uh, to my mindset,
1: like Carmelo Anthony, you like some basketball moves.
0: Yeah, I, and that kind of and mellow. Coincidentally, car- <laughs> caramello is uh, caramello. Is one of my, my favorite candy bars. Mm.
1: I like uh, butterscotch, but it was never popular.
0: Butterscotch is pretty good.
1: It's popular among the senior citizens or it is. those who do not have teeth.
0: It's it's one of those uh, you little kids go up to church ladies and that's yeah. the kind of candy they give you.
1: Yeah. They always want Tootsie Rolls deep down, but they'll take the butterscotch because it's all they can get. Exactly. That's yep. what they
0: get to first.
1: When you went to church when you were a kid, uh, did your parents bring you or did they give you like coloring books and stuff to keep yourself busy when you're really no. young?
0: No, actually. My, my parents taught us very early on all about what the church service was so that yeah. we understood what was going on and therefore we weren't they're like, it's a ritual. Forward. And yeah, if well. you
1: do not drink this blood, <laughs> I'm kidding. So they explained to you like right off the bat, what the spiel was, what oh. did that, like, how did that sound? Like what was like, it, as your adults translator brain, you know, cause your kid, your parents were probably your age now when they were explaining to you, their made thoughts
0: about, yeah they're a little bit older than me but
1: um
0: yeah i would say one of the one of the most misconceived things about church for me was um this idea of transubstantiation
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is is basically the turning of the bread and wine the the which is super easy, the wafer and the, and the wine, you know, the port wine into the body and blood of Christ. Yeah. And, uh, I always, it was always ill conceived or, or, or misconceived in my head that it, you know, actually changed. And, and I, you yeah. know, what, I, I, I still feel that a lot of people believe that Yeah, uh, as opposed to it being a, a symbolic thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh that's, that was one of the the interesting things about church for me was, uh, you know, that I, I never really got much of an answer to, yeah, and so kind of had to had to figure out what it meant to me and and latch onto my own.
1: I do own prefer I do prefer the saltines body of Christ versus the wafer <laughs> cookie body of Christ.
0: Well, it's like uh, Dane Cook makes that uh, reference to Christ checks. Yeah, a little you, bowl of. Remember you know, when they would pass it around? They yeah. pass
1: it around, and you're always like, "Oh, I want the big chunk because I'm mm-hmm. fucking hungry." I remember they used Lunch to have not for another hour. They used
0: to have a, a bunch of different like. Uh, patterns and stuff printed on. on oh yeah, the different ones. There was a, a cross on one, and then there was a lamb oh, on man. the other, and then there was like flames and shit on. On while someone was one. just making millions of dollars, We were just having fun <coughs> etching all these little, these little shapes and patterns into the the body of Christ. The the, the the you know,
1: and we all partook of him. We all uh, feasted we upon his, his crackery his, self. <laughs> his crackery flesh. Jesus was a cracker. <laughs> 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 which in fact he I was knew actually anything but Dude, yeah seriously you know oh man so if you ever met uh you know Jesus. I've got you know I'm not like I went down the religious road for a little bit and I jumped off that train now I feel like I'm more connected through a different uh spiritual kind of thing and so uh my my thoughts on Jesus are like cuz I would love to meet the guy you know if there's that moment where you get to go to this other universe after this whatever it is whatever
0: you know it's, what i mean we i mean people would call that heaven
1: yeah but you know yeah it's almost but a lot of times it's almost like oh well you know people picture it as if it's like some like everyone's gonna have castles and all these things and it right. could be that way but it's seems a little uh like, fairy tale-y i know? feel like
0: that's all the that we can Consciously perceive, though, as right, as which
1: means you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost like a, uh, it's what we've been taught. So we kind of picture, we create our own realities based on what what we know. You know,
0: I mean, I feel like I feel like I was l- uh, led to come up with my own view of what heaven is, and because I was <coughs> oh, goodness,
1: because I was it's just okay. A kid, I can give you the Heimlich if you need it. I might. Okay.
0: Because I was just a kid when I came up with my vision of heaven, it was you know, just like a neighborhood, yeah, just like I grew up in, with my house and I'll just live there with my family and it's all golden and clouds everywhere it's and maybe we below. were all in white robes. Nice. And shit. But I mean, I always just saw No, you don't in. want it in
1: shit because if you're in white robes, that's going to be a mess. <laughs> it's going to be everyone's going to know. Stain. Everyone in heaven will know.
0: That you probably shit yourself.
1: Yeah, they're like, "Oh my gosh, here comes the shitty angel, <laughs> the, the, the shitty angel, the one who hath feces." I don't know.
0: That's gonna be that's gonna be our. We'll write a children's book. Yeah. Oh the man, Elf Tree.
1: <laughs> we should definitely write a series of books and uh, literature that we can share with. Uh, I don't even know. That may be a bad, a terrible idea. The Shitty Angel. The Shitty Angel. The Vomit Duck. The vomit,
0: <laughs> it's just a duck that every time it eats something, it just vomits everywhere because it's got a gluten allergy or something like that. So retarded,
1: and it always ends with like he has to get a ride home from somebody, and everybody's always just like, Oh, god, it's vomit? I don't died. want him to be in my car, he always throws up. <laughs> oh, god,
0: have you ever had anybody throw up in your car?
1: Uh, no, I haven't. Um, and I'm really grateful for that just because I've always feared of being someone to throw up in someone else's car. Oh, you do. So ever, to be on the receiving end would be not fun. I will I
0: mean, say it was it could not be fun. a turn on, you know, I'm, uh, I'm kind of, no, I, uh, <laughs> just look
1: in that back seat and someone's blowing chunks. And you're just like, God damn it.
0: I drove a friend home, uh, who was fairly wasted. And we were on the highway. We were on, mm. we were in Dallas on, on, just getting off of 75, getting onto 190. Yeah. They're in Plain. I know exactly. You do. You yep. know exactly where that is. Uh, And she just hung her head out the window and vomited it, everywhere. Oh. But the problem was, I had my back window no. open as well. And it went all. It's just like the vortex of the wind side pulled of my it car, in. But all the inside and the.
1: Oh. And
0: there was no way I was just going to leave that.
1: <laughs> no, you had to. What overnight. did she do? Was she just like, I'm oh, sorry? I mean,
0: she was. <coughs> She was uh, a little more, a little more manly than that, but yes. Oh, she, she's yeah. like, sorry,
1: I fucking threw up and blew chunks all over. You.
0: <laughs> but, but you're that, gonna
1: have to do all the work because I'm just fucking sick,
0: dude. Yeah, I, I just, got a free I pass. Her, I took her home, and then, but like, you gotta realize that I let's see, I lived in North Garland at the time, and she yeah. lived over in Plano, almost at the tollway.
1: So let's give the audience a little idea of how long that would take to get there. So driving wise. You're looking at driving wise from where I picked
0: her up within about five minutes of me picking her up, she's thrown up and by that point. We're you know, easily 15. it was over from
1: the beginning, like yeah. there's no,
0: yeah, we're easily 15 minutes from her house when it happens.
1: It's almost like she should have um, opted we, out and said, you, you know what? Waited. I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold because I'm feeling a little queasy now. Yes, so before we get in your vehicle and I throw up all over your back seat, and in my manliest voice. Uh offer to not help you clean it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I uh sorry, bro. <laughs> my balls are itching, by the way. Oh god. <laughs> I just threw up and my balls are now itching. Wow. Sorry, I just popped the mic, so we may yeah. have to edit that. Do we are we gonna edit this out? Are we gonna edit the curse words out of this show or are we gonna leave them in? Let uh, them rip. I don't know. Let those goddamn motherfuckers rip.
0: I don't know. I still I still get a kick out of out of hearing the beeps. Me too. I've I've been putting them underneath. Uh, are you
1: collecting them under your bed? You're like, hold on. I,
0: I collect all the beeps. Hey, They're my beeps. Hey. They're my beeps. <laughs> These are my beeps. I love that fucking beep and that fucking beep. Yes, I remember the first time I heard this beep. Motherfucking beep, dude. And that's just it.
1: What's funny is that we're
0: beeping out the word beep.
1: Uh, I know. It's and necessary, aren't though. Hearing it. Because it's a disgusting word. And in our society, I refuse to listen to a beep without throwing up. After five minutes of riding in your car. Oh, gosh. that's what it was is she heard beeps in her head and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I can't do it. That is
0: the, the one and only time anybody's ever thrown up in my car.
1: Do you guys still talk at all? Or no. did that kind of ruin everything?
0: It kind of ruined it all.
1: You're like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and pack up this. Uh, this was a fun presentation of uh, mm. my time.
0: <laughs> and then the next morning I moved to California. So, you know, Mm. No, this wasn't that okay. soon. This was a long time ago.
1: I was going to say, so enough. not the next morning. Four or five years ago. The next morning you lost all your stuff.
0: I lost all my stuff.
1: Did we ever tell the audience about that? Or did we go over that the first show?
0: I think uh, we we kind of went over it in the first show. But gotcha. uh, we can, in this show, direct them towards uh, a future episode of We2D2, which will... yep contain the entire in length story
1: we should send maddie at their heels to kind of corral them into this episode of we2d2 we should uh so imagine the maddie nipping at your toes everybody and you're like oh shit i don't want her to bite me so i'm just gonna go into this little stall gotta listen uh, we2d2 time if you
0: try to come out before it's over she's gonna she
1: hears us she's like she, Oh, i love that maddie always delivers her bark Maddie at the right Lee moment. Ray. Yeah, I need to have like a little sample of her doing that so I can just trigger it whenever I want to. You should.
0: We can have a little uh, recording, little uh, soundboard right yeah, in front of
1: us. Yeah, exactly. Man, like that's what legit podcasters have is a soundboard. Ian, are we not legit because we don't have a soundboard? I
0: was going to ask you that same question, Joe. Do you think uh, we're legit? I think we're legit. Too legit.
1: We're too legit to quit. Do, do, I mean... do, 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 do. Dude, I, I mean, I say that only because. Our environment right now is pretty fucking vibey.
0: I agree. I a think, nice little. I think we've got microphones studio. that sound like the shit.
1: Like the shit, like in heaven, like it's on your robes now, shit. Or well,
0: in the good way though.
1: Okay. You know, like the good son, starring oh. Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Woods. <laughs>
0: uh, holy cow! I think these microphones sound amazing. I think uh, the content is pretty garbage. Oh. Oh well.
1: Primo just garbage. no i love it man i think so too i'm right there with you i'm on, I'm on got, your back we're i think we've got a lot
0: of uh, we've got a lot of ideas for mm-hmm. promotional material and, and ways to get mm-hmm. things out there i think that uh we're gonna start up and hit the ground as running as we possibly can
1: yep you want to hear a story talking about hitting the ground running always i remember when i was it was probably like Does i was 12
0: falling out of a truck
1: Hmm, kind of, but no, oh. but it, it involves vehicles. vehicles, vehicles. Okay. Uh, Let's hear it. Well, uh, my sister Teresa was telling me a story. We were like 12 years old. They were driving home and apparently this convertible like flipped on the highway, it hit like this thing and flipped and this dude, the passenger flew out and he like tumbled but then he was in such stride. He tumbled and then like started running. No way. Yeah. And it was like running next to the vehicle as it was like coming to a stop. Wow. He was like running up next to it. Like, like in full graceful m- movements, he flew out of this convertible. Didn't die. Was his
0: cape on fire?
1: His cape was on fire. And, uh, yeah. And then Batman <laughs> did his whole, where is he? And I was like, he's right there on the fucking ground. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm popping my microphone. Pop pop. We can cut all that out. Pop pop. Pop pop. Pop goes a weasel and the weasel go pop. <laughs> what was that from? <laughs> that was from a movie. I don't know. Oh, damn it.
0: It's probably some high school music. There's a bullshit. billion
1: people out there right now hearing that going, Oh, I fucking know what that is. It's this. And they're trying to call
0: in, but there's no we number We don't to have call any hot,
1: we don't have the hotline. <laughs> Not yet. yet. We will have that up. Dude, that'll be great when we can take phone interviews and we'll just start talking to people. That'll and call be cool. in. We'll have to Skype us. we we'll have to do like a Google number or something. We could do that. Google voice number. I'm not giving out my goddamn number. I've done it once and I'll never do it again. I'm kidding. That's not
0: true. You know what people should do? They should check out our website.
1: Yes. Go
0: to our website. www.highdare.com. Highdare.com. Which uh, will also link you to entertheelftree.com. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, uh, you can- the mothership see all the different, uh, shows we've got on the mm-hmm. Elf 3 podcast network.
1: Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, I have a show called the Millie McCormick listening hour where really? yes, yes. Ian has, uh, been there. He's been on the show. Ooh. Um, but it takes place under the, uh, uh, you know, in a pod that is basically mounted to the a coral reef at the bottom of the sea. It's a so. bottom
0: of a body of water and, uh, mm-hmm. surrounded by, water and fish and wildlife.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a whole world created uh, where people can scuba dive down and they can, you know, in the pod, we can look out and see people scuba diving around us and we can see sharks and other things. And,
0: and it it seems to have the unique ability of uh, being everywhere at once mm-hmm. in terms of as a listener.
1: Yeah. You can go anywhere. It's a complete universe that can offshoot to any wormhole exactly. desired. So I, lo- I love that. It's an open ended show that, doesn't really have any boundaries, I guess. It's
0: actually a show that uh, welcomed me to California. It because did within even within even a half an hour of getting out of the truck for the last time and uh, finally having landed here in Los Angeles. You were letting Shelby and I hear parts of this oh, show, Oh, man. Yeah, and I fucking knew right from then, right from that very moment, that uh, this show was needed to be something that you pursued. So I, I'm I'm incredibly glad that you dude, chose to keep. Likewise,
1: going. I I remember in Dallas uh, that I was there. I'll be honest, there was a point where I was like, "Man, oh, that's so badass that Shelby and Ian are doing a podcast." Because I've always wanted <laughs> to do one, but I've just never really taken the time to focus on it, you know. And so it was really nice to kind of see you guys doing that. I was like, "Okay, that's badass." That Ian is very that's interested. Badass. That's badass. We should roll that commercial. Do you find yourself dozing off at work? Do you find yourself getting lost in an abyss of your own thoughts? Well, let me tell you something. That's a badass. That's badass. That's badass. That's badass. That's, badass. that's, badass. that's, badass. that's badass. Oh, hey baby, that's badass. So badass. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically what it is. So yeah, that's badass. Uh we'll have t-shirts of, of that and maybe a koozie and some stickers you can put on your car. Hidare.com. Hidare.com. But um yeah, so where was I at? Oh man.
0: You thought that Shelby and I doing a podcast was Oh yeah,
1: badass. so I, I was like, dude, it's so freaking badass that uh <laughs> that <laughs> I swear to god, it's really something I say and it just came it's, together that way. I feel I pigeonhole myself. that
0: commercial neither one of us can say I can't That's take it serious anymore. It. I mean, it is I think it's great. We've already made I just our naturally mark say it, so
1: I fucked myself. You did. That's okay. Whatever. But uh yeah, you so You saw
0: Shelby and I doing a podcast. I saw
1: you guys doing that and I was very like I was into that. I was like, man, that's great. Okay. So maybe when Shelby comes out, you know, we can try to start working on some of that stuff. And I, I was always interested, dude, I like when I was, gosh, I mean, around the same age, like 12, 11, yeah. I wanted to be a, de- a radio DJ. And I used to, uh, I had a little karaoke machine and I used to like record the radio and then I would, you know, record my own voice and do the, nice. I would do the whole spiel in my room and it was kind of depressing, but it was also Probably beautiful from a distance. If you were to watch um, from a distance, Uh, put a little (laughs) sad ass music over it, and well, you were uh, doing uh,
0: commentary for you know classical, very you know morose type of music.
1: Yeah, I was always like, you know what fascinated me about radio was people's uh, ability to be quick about like getting information out before the song started. It, all, right. it was always like when a song started, someone was talking over the track and right before the vocal comes in, they were out and they, they finished their sentence. And I was always fascinated by that.
0: It's, it's a talent that comes from a lot of practice and probably by this point, time code.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. They definitely exactly have where
0: a, their, the lyrics of the song are coming. There's in. some
1: cheats out there. No, of course there are. Ian, I think it would be fun for us to, at some point make a road trip, and maybe go up to like Oregon. I've got some cousins Ooh. up in Oregon and nice. we could do the show remotely. We could go up there and do the show from Portland. You we know? could,
0: we could do the show from Portland and uh, we could get Matt Olin,
1: shoot us an email, uh, drop us a line, uh, let us know if click, you think it'd be click, a good idea.
0: Click your keyboards right. Click here. your keyboards.
1: Just click and mash shit. Like, <laughs> make, make make computer sounds.
0: Matt Olin, get in touch with us. We'd love to have you on the show.
1: Yes, Matt Olin, we miss you, and you're a fucking badass in Portland, Oregon. And mm-hmm. you, Joe knows Matt. Holy, cow. I know Matt. Yep, Joe, Matt's a great dude. He's a oh, fucking talented dude. Oh, does Joe know dude. Matt? Oh, I know him. I know him personally, and I know him sexually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, yes. Joe, I'm on board. Let's do it.
1: I'm on road board, too. Road tripping up to, okay. to Portland. And here we are. We're in Portland. And, no, I'm kidding. We're not in Portland yet. We'll do that on, like, maybe episode five. Maybe let's shoot for episode five. We're up in Portland.
0: So, like, next week?
1: Nah. Uh, yeah. i got to book my flight. I'm just kidding. That's not what a road trip would be.
0: Full disclosure to everybody in the audience right now. We are recording this uh, second episode of High Dare. Yes. A mere three days after we recorded the first episode.
1: Yes. I think it was
0: so successful that before even finishing editorial on this show, uh, we decided to just take it into a full blown production. We're doing it. And we
1: are on that train. On the train. I'm on the train shaking my titties, and <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. I've given you my ticket, I've paid my way. I'm on it. Are you? Sorry. If you can't duck it. <laughs> You just gotta, <laughs> yeah. You just gotta fudge it. We're gonna beep out that word too. Fudge it, yeah. Fudge, isn't that isn't that what they said on uh, a Christmas story instead of fuck? Yeah, because it was I like think, they didn't really want to use the word or something. Right. Like I think I
0: think since it was uh, since it was somebody telling a story of a little kid, they couldn't really have the little kid say fuck. Yeah. So they uh, ended up just having him say fudge.
1: Yeah. Man, what? remember that movie? Gosh. Christmas Story. Dude, that movie was just... Of course
0: I remember that movie.
1: It's a part of life in my mind. It's like chiseled into my holiday spirit. Did you know that they still play it? Every oh, yeah. For 24 hours? Oh, yeah. On TBS? Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. Oh, don't you worry. I, I find it on, uh, on Online.
0: the computer. Ooh. I watch it good. and I get
1: naked with some whipped cream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Varsity Blues I turn style. on
1: my little leg lamp that I bought from Spencer's.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly, it's a little mini thing sitting on his desk.
1: Uh, I want to get one of those leg lamps now. I'd like to get a legless lamp. I would like to get just a lamp that doesn't have legs.
0: I would like to get the lamp from Brave Little Toaster.
1: I would like to get the lamp from uh, Pixar.
0: Oh shit! I still think my lamp's better than your lamp.
1: What about uh,
0: my lamp's got a voice?
1: That's true. That Mine true. just looks around and looks all sad and always Pixar, stomps on things.
0: Pixar should remake Brave Little Toaster.
1: Oh, dude. Brave Little Toaster was one of my favorite things on the planet. Copyright Ian and Joe. Copyright. Yes, that's copyright. And we have just now come up with the idea. So now we should just write the story. And if any part of it is used, we can just, we have all the legal protection.
0: We will protection. Sue, sue your asses. Off. We will
1: sue your motherfucking asses. Pixar. Motherfucking no, I'm just kidding. Asses. But we would love to come hang out and uh, be on your writing team. So
0: We would. We would love to help you uh, develop some of your stories.
1: Yes, I love Pixar, dude. I did a, uh, I did a private tour when I was on a tour. Nice. <laughs> I just said tour. Wait a too many times. I was on a tour, 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 bro. When was this? Yeah, falcon. Uh, this was probably two years ago. Okay. Um, I was traveling through San Francisco. We had a day off there. And so the artist I was traveling with, um, he ended up... Uh, getting us a private tour that he knows the producer and her name is uh, Darla. And I won't give her last name. So you have to go, go dig around and see if you can figure out who she is. But she set us up with a private tour. So we went out there and we got to see the whole facility and had lunch there. Dude, it was, it was beautiful, man. It was a really cool environment. I was, I was pretty impressed.
0: When I was in San Francisco, a few years back, I went to the Lucasfilm facilities and while we didn't get to go inside, uh, I did definitely take some, it's forbidden. I did definitely take some pictures of the uh, bronze Yoda statue. Nice. Yeah, it's great.
1: Dude, can you imagine like the second you start writing that story, like the the concept of even thinking that you're going to have this big, huge plot of land. Right. And then one day that fucking Yoda is going to be in this, it's going to be a statue. It's going to be a monument on this piece of property because you built an empire through something that came out of your brain. I mean, isn't that mind blowing?
0: It is kind of mind blowing, but it's, in essence, exactly what we're doing.
1: Exactly. I mean, dude, I I always think about that. Like I, like I've made albums and stuff, but it takes a lot of other pieces. It takes a lot of other people. And it's like this perfect storm that always works out if you just pursue it, you know? And it's crazy to think about, but it's, even though I've done things in the past, it still blows my mind as I'm, you know, right now we're talking about this podcast and the network and all these things. Right. Um, And here we are doing these things and, there's people listening to this, and it's working. <laughs> That's it amazing to me. I'm like, it's
0: actually happening, and yeah. we
1: literally have.
0: So all we're grateful of you to, to thank all of you. For
1: yes, thank you. Let's give them that. Like, all little, two of you. Little, hey, all two of you. Yes. Yeah, we name, are named
0: Ian and Joe.
1: Yes, Ian and Joe, and maybe
0: Shelby might be the only people listening to it.
1: We may have uh, Nigel. Nigel, Nigel listen, might listen,
0: but. I think Simon might listen.
1: Simon would listen. Oh yeah, Simon would definitely Simon in would his tiny home.
0: It. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Oh man, we should have him on so we can uh talk about his tiny home adventures.
0: We can also plug window to the wild.
1: Yes, window to the wild.
0: That's their uh their business.
1: Yeah, talk about
0: starting up. They've uh they've got a lot of shit going on.
1: Like shit, like from, like, heavenly shit, like on the wardrobes? Like
0: bird shit. Oh, bird shit. Okay. You know, I mean, which is kind of gross. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it at this moment, like where it currently stands. So I'm going gotcha. to— I will refrain so from saying So we could— Okay, much.
1: we'll let him do all those details. Deets and Eats. We'll probably get him on an episode of We Two D2. We'll call that episode we, Deets and Eats, and then you'll— Deets uh, and Eats. Yeah, McNedibles. you're getting the details while you eat edibles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Deets and Eats. We should have— Deets that should be the name of a fucking eats. podcast. Exactly. Copyright. do
0: Yeah. That's going to be our next show.
1: That's genius, dude. The Deets and That's our and interview eats. show. Getting the Deets and Eats. Yes. Deets and Eats.
0: And, uh, and people don't, we don't smoke for that show. Mm. We just pop a couple edibles an hour before. Yeah. You we eat recording. edibles.
1: Exactly. So we can record that one earlier genius. and then we'll just play it. That's done. All right. So let's just do the first uh, Deets and Eats.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Deeds and Eats. I'm Ian.
1: Uh, I'm Joe. We're incredibly... Hi, there
0: Blaze. And hi,
1: Uh So, I've been sitting here this whole entire show uh, with my shirt off, and... He has. You have not complimented my new nipple rings, and I'm pretty upset about it, so...
0: I'm sorry, I was just really, really distracted by the <laughs> tattoo of the mushroom stamp you got, like, hanging out
1: the, like... Oh, are you talking the, about my boner that's uh, yeah. sticking against my right leg? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't no mushroom stamp. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> what a peculiar place to put a, a tattoo. A tattoo. I call him a tattoo. A tattoo. Oh, man. Gosh. Damn it. We'll edit that out. I don't know if that's too vulgar. That's. I mean, it's. Uh, we'll. We'll see. We We'd have see. people pissed off. I think if they missed out on that little Peta,
0: Peta would be uh, all down our throats. Peta
1: would. My uncle Peta, yeah. from New York. Peta from uh, Peta Games, dude. Peta, man. <laughs> like I'm all about like saving animals and everything, but man, they get they do some crazy shit, man. They, uh, they will jump all over stuff. Not more crazy than the Westboro Baptist Church. Well, that's true. They are they're just, you know, they're radical. completing they're completing an agenda that is, you know, there's a set of rules. There's like a you gotta be this way, you gotta do this, and you just kinda everyone learns from each other and then you just repeat and yeah, you exactly. jump into without, the
0: without original
1: thought connected back into it. They need new writers. I think the, these people need new writing teams. They need a good, uh, some PR. They need, uh, they need a couple uh vacations. They need to, uh, they need to advertise
0: f- on high dare.
1: They should advertise on high dare. We'll do a Westboro, uh, advertisement, but at the end of it, we'll be like one world, one, one love. world, Westboro Baptist church. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the fags. <laughs> no, no, but we love you in Christ. We love you in Christ. Amen. <laughs> Christ was love. Fuck you. You're going to hell. Ha- you know everyone has the right to their own opinions. They do. But man, when it's riddled in hate, that's a scary thing. And uh, I'd prefer to not wear that weight. So I'm gonna take it off right now. See ya. That's when Joe flew away. But you can't really hear me because I had the gate on too high. Sorry. We don't. We don't normally talk about religion on this show.
0: We don't, but we've talked about it twice now. We
1: have. So let's talk about other things. Ian, when's the last time you went skiing? Skiing, never. Yes, or snowboarding. Never. You've never been? Never been Oh my God, that's what we've got to do. There's a place not far from here. We can go skiing this winter here. Oh, wow. It's like, uh, like four or five hours away. Like Big Bear, I think is what it's called. Okay. Everyone's telling me about it. It's like a mountain town, but you can go up there and we should go uh, snowboarding and do the show from there in a nice. cabin we, we could, could fucking get a cabin get a bunch of people out there
0: we could do it on our way down the mountain
1: on the way down skiing singing with little lav mics
0: singing she'll be coming around the mountain
1: she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes Copyright she'll be coming else. around the mountain when she comes fuck oh shit here's a tree he totally fucking. What was the. Uh, Sonny Bono. Sonny yeah He bonoed that. <laughs> oh, shit. He bonoed that fucking draw. He bonoed the tree. Dude, it's crazy, though. Like, you don't ever realize that. You just, you're out there skiing, and all of a sudden, bam, you hit a tree, and that's it. That is the whole kit and caboodle. Now you're on to the next realm.
0: Yeah, I mean, instantaneously.
1: Instantaneously.
0: It's like getting hit by a car.
1: Have you ever been hit by a car? No. Mm. No, I've
0: been in an accident. Oh, Ooh, that's actually so not true. That's not true. I have directly been hit by a car. Really? On my bicycle.
1: What? Tell tell us about it.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I was on my bike and I was riding down the street.
1: <laughs> <and>
0: <laughs> rather than entirely switch lanes and go around me and then come back and, and yeah. get back into their lane, uh, this big Ford. It was like an F one fifty or F two fifty with these extended windows the extended uh, oh, big yeah, old truck like side view mirrors yeah just came and decided to give me as little room as possible only they didn't anticipate their they gave you no room at all of their side room side view side view mirrors
1: they're like big dumbo ears on those trucks. they are and stick me. out like like flags of pirate ships it clipped me
0: on the shoulder going about 45 miles an hour Dude, yeah. that
1: is pain.
0: It, it, it was, didn't shatter your shoulder? Or no, no, no. It didn't hurt me. I I almost lost it.
1: I you mean, didn't I fall off your bike? I didn't fall off my God bike. damn it. You are a superhero. <laughs> if am, anyone saw that...
0: I'm a lucky motherfucker. Yeah, you... Jeez, dude. <laughs> she pulled over and she stopped. The old lady did. Uh, i say she was an old lady. She's probably my parents. I say she was probably in her mid-50s at, at the time. And, uh, you know, she said she couldn't believe that that had just happened because her son had actually been hit by a car years Whoa. ago.
1: Yeah. And so. you were like walking up to her, like you're in my world now, bitch. And then she ah. tells you that story and you just, ah, uh, and then it's like the, the, doo, doo, doo. yeah, it's like the little kitty like eyes from, music. uh, from, from, uh, Shrek, Shrek dude. Yeah. <laughs> from Puss Puss in boots. Boots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're on the same wavelength. It's like Get Antonio on. Banderas. Yes. Man. So Ian, Boy. uh, this being our second podcast how are you feeling we're doing? Like, do you feel confident that this is a show people are going to enjoy? Like, I do. I like, think right now they're in it right now. Just, I think
0: it's got yeah. some uh, some randomness, but also got some some through points. I mean, I think yeah. that, that it's easy to follow.
1: Are you uh, saying that I'm being too random? No, no. Is at the all. randomness? Uh, not at all. It's like, uh, it's I'm like high.
0: The Millie McCormick show is. Quite random. Oh, it's out of control. Random. It's it's very the random. Point, though, and it, it thrives on it. It is what's built on. <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Whereas we two D two is much more of the uh, a through line type of piece. You yeah. know, it's kind of a continuing conversation. Whereas uh, yeah. hi dare.
1: Well, we're just getting. Uh, it's just nuggets. It's we, nuggets of we go to the sky of but conversation. We, we talk about our lives and what we're doing and all the projects we're involved in and we try to plug our friends and get cool we we need to have some cool guests come in cuz i think we should definitely have people come in and be a part of this from time to time you know um but sometimes you just got to stick to just the two of us and we've got to just get down and get gritty and we got to chisel up this fucking machine we're trying to build and we're in this little thing oiling up some of the gears and so ian uh let's uh let's tell the audience a little bit about ourselves and Kind of where we come from, where we come from, where we, come uh, from? Where we grew up. Personally? Uh, yeah, personally. I think it's cool to like give people a background of where you grew up and uh, kind of the, some of the things you did, maybe some of your achievements or, you achievements. know what I mean? Like not to boast, but like give people an idea of who you are and where you work, what you do, uh, what I'm, kinds of things you like to do.
0: I am a recovering control freak. mm. Uh, that's
1: why I keep putting your hand on my, on my knee whenever I'm talking. That's true.
0: I'm that's just true. kidding. I'm
1: just like, <laughs> like trying no. to shut me up.
0: I need the support. Uh, <laughs> I need to, I need the support to, uh, to get through this tough time. Um, former control freak, recovering control freak. Um, but, uh, I don't know, man, I'm the oldest of four kids in my family and we all grew up homeschooled. So we grew up as a very like tight knit family. And, uh, through the freedom that homeschooling gave us, we were able to do theater and theater uh, introduced me to Shelby cook, who I've known for like 18 years now and has been my partner in crime for most of that time. It would seem, uh, we would make movies together growing up, you know, uh,
1: which are we going to have a link to any of those on the site?
0: Well, I mean, dot two dudes dot com. you know those are those are the movies those are free ones exactly the you can get into the pay family friendly ones you got to pay for
1: yeah but you guys you guys have like you made uh you did like a series of uh star wars parodies
0: we did uh we we really started to take things seriously when we did these jedi dispute star wars lightsaber fight scenes and uh,
1: choreographed and everything
0: choreographed everything we had uh rotoscoped lightsabers. We did them in Photoshop frame by frame, you know, over 200,000 lightsabers or something. And how
1: old were you at this like time? That. Like 16. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, I don't know if people understand, like, especially, I mean, that's, that's some tedious work, especially for 16 year olds. Right. To be working on the computer to make something they want to see happen. Like that's yeah. inspiring to me, at least.
0: It was, it it's really was awesome. Impressive to say the least. Uh, not that, not that I was doing it to be impressive. I was just doing it the best way that I could possibly tell the story that, yeah. uh, that I could kind of see in my head. Um, but again, being kind of a control freak, the whole process of filming all of those kinds of fight scenes and James Bond movies and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, it made it less than a, a, an incredibly fun experience working with me. Uh, Just because I would want everything done a certain way and, and not really want to vary from it a whole lot. So there was a, there's, you know, uptight nature to me back in the day.
1: Were you like a pirate or not a pirate, like a Nazi? Like I was, it was kind of like, God damn it guys. Quiet on the goddamn set. I was like a drill sergeant for some reason. Uh, I just had this. That's cool though. You know, I think it's like, uh, it's, it was probably like a huge learning lesson too, you know, for how you want to work with other people and. It shows your passion too, you know. Well, I look it, at it that way. It it was. like I would never be offended if I was working with you and I saw you get upset. I'd see that as like, okay, what are we trying to achieve here, and why are you upset? You know, so it would make sense. It would, I think, help the situation. I might attribute that. Unless to, you're being just a straight up dick, then
0: I'm. Yeah, I mean, I might <laughs> attribute kidding. that to the fact that uh, I'm aware of my behavior now. I'm aware of my actions now. I'm aware of the things that. Uh, I do well in things that I have to concentrate a little bit harder to yeah. in order to do well. Like uh, this past week, we worked on some vines and directing is not something that I feel is my calling. It's not something that I, I am comfortable doing.
1: Uh, but you murdered it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I concentrated that much harder to try and give direction that would evoke a performance rather than just have somebody mimic me. Uh, because that's where I kind of felt my my shortcomings were, and that was something mm-hmm. that I I watched from a, or I I learned from observing Shelby when he was directing the atrium. Yeah, is you know he would give them an idea of of their motivation behind what it is that they're trying to say and do there. see yeah. what they gave to him, and then kind of mold it into into kind of a I collaborative think that's,
1: thing. Those are that's what makes a I think a good director a good director. You know, is like you get people comfortable with each other and with an idea. And then you can kind of build from it right? and make it better. You know, like when we went to go see uh, the odd couple, we got to see them exactly uh, shoot scenes and then literally, and that's how pro they are, dude. I'm so impressed with it. Um, but they'll change up complete lines and just change them up. And then in the span of maybe five to five minutes, maybe, yeah. uh, they, they're shooting again and the lines are changed and they just, they just do it, you know? And you see the writers get together and huddle up and figure out what they liked and what they didn't like, and they mold it.
0: The wonderful thing about it is, it seems as though they perform these scenes three, four, five times, maybe, mm-hmm. in order to shoot all the different elements of it,
1: which is pretty impressive.
0: Exactly, um, and then they never have to say those lines again. So they can. That's. I feel like that. That uh, probably adds to the flexibility of they're being able to change things on the fly like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of do quick little pieces. Right. And just, uh, just grab the old little, uh, couple line here and there, slice it up, slice it up, slice a dice, and yeah. serve it up to the audience. And what do we do? We consume it. And then after that, we lay it all out on the line and we f- make feces of it. And that's in the form of laughter.
0: Of laughter. Ha, ha,
1: ha, ha. You made me laugh. No, but it was fun, man. I, I liked watching the all the behind-the-scenes stuff and getting into that. It was cool.
0: Working on Dallas the past three seasons and working on this, there was a short film right after Dallas uh, that a lot of the crew worked on, and then watching the taping of this Odd Couple TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, just continued to reiterate to me how professional Shelby and I seemed to handle the atrium and it makes me excited for what there is to come with it. I mean, after 18 years, he and I are able to put together some pretty amazing stuff and I just, I look forward to him being out here in California.
1: One of the cool things to
0: working on it all together.
1: Yeah. About talking about the atrium, like, you're talking about growing up and meeting Shelby at the uh, through acting, right? And it's where the atrium takes place, right? It is the we actual met, building
0: you filmed it? We met at the Granville Arts Center, uh, which was originally just a theater building, but over the years uh, they expanded upon it and added the atrium, which is a uh, an event center.
1: And uh, no, they don't get a piece, a percentage of the show because that's where you got the name.
0: Exactly, <laughs> it is. It is literally a. a that would be hilarious. They open a wing movie.
1: and, and it, it's like a McCook wing. Exactly. <laughs> if you bring all this the,
0: attention to it, it'd probably be the bathroom. They'd probably. Oh, be that
1: would be so fucking hilarious. The
0: McCook men's room.
1: Ah, uh, they're gonna do it. They'll put like a little plate on the door.
0: I hope so. Either that or we will.
1: Yeah. just go back.
0: We'll just do it. The next time we shoot something there, we'll just put it there and then leave it and see if anybody notices. And then
1: hang out at the Indian wedding for the rest of the evening. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I love Indian food. Indian food's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Ian and I went to... Oh, you know, uh, you were going uh, talking about uh, your childhood. And so you met Shelby. You guys have been doing all your... Various projects, and so now you're out here in LA, and you're connecting into the podcast universe.
0: Connecting into the podcast universe, um, trying to get a, a trying to get a more regular connection to our proposed audience. Yeah, uh, and which is who?
1: Could,
0: I don't know. Right now, it could be anybody.
1: Some dude with a purple wig on. Right now, he's like putting lip, lipstick on, and he's like checking out his cleavage.
0: It's these listeners. Is he listening to it? Whoever happens to be listening to this, this podcast, the Millie McCormick show.
1: An old Asian lady with a visor just sitting. uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, she digs we two D two.
1: She loves it. Yeah, exactly.
0: So every single one of them need to uh, visit the atrium com. Yes.
1: Take a, take a visit. It's hilarious. There are many different versions. There's a, like a what? A 10 minute version. You've got the full length.
0: We've got a full length version coming in at 19 minutes. <clears throat> and then we've got a five-minute cut-down version of the show If uh, if five minutes is all you have Which, nice. you know, somebody can watch that when they're on the toilet On the toilet You know?
1: Yep That's probably the best place
0: Dropping a deuce and taking in some comedy
1: Letting, letting a uh, couple deuskies go
0: Yeah, exactly You're You're expelling shit and ingesting shit All at the same time
1: It's a give-and-take situation
0: But ours is some pretty shined-up shit
1: Uh, and very stinky.
0: Well, a polished turd is still a turd.
1: That's true. A a polished turd is a delicious turd.
0: So we have our childhood to thank for our... (laughs) 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 We have our our childhood and the coincidence, the coincidence of both Shelby's family and my family, homeschooling and doing theater to thank for where our future where our present is and where our future is going.
1: And because uh this is also man this is so cool uh your mom because you were homeschooled also has her own podcast show. She
0: does. My mom
1: has a an internet radio
0: show on Toginet.
1: Um Wow, Toginet. That's amazing. Togenet. I love the the sound of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the network. And uh, the show is called the Sociable Homeschooler. You can go to thesociablehomeschooler.com. dot uh,
1: uh, Hi, guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is a soccer game. Uh, just she, kidding.
0: Uh, she's been doing the show for like four years now. Four that and was and a, a public
1: school person's complete, irresponsible, and misperception of a homeschool kid's Exactly. And you know what? Uh, that is exactly what life.
0: That is what her show is designed to combat. Is I love it. The, That's amazing. The stereotype of a homeschooler because I was homeschooled pretty much from third grade on, and yeah.
1: I feel I turned out fairly normal. Do some of my favorite people on the planet were homeschooled? Wow. Um, yeah, I think that. It, I don't know. There's something uh, personality-wise that happens. I think when people grow up, and I think there's uh, less corruption. I think so too. I think people are a little more rootsy to the roots you know i, I feel
0: know. like i'm more in touch with myself than some of the people that uh, i know that just went through the public school system
1: But at Why the are same you looking time, at me like that well
0: i mean uh, you're right across from me
1: well that's true
0: and i wasn't gonna look at maddie
1: that's true she's sleeping right now she's always she's always sleeping
0: she is but she but she's, she's not she juggling she's sleeping she's on four legs she used to sleep twice as much as we do
1: she does. I look at her. She's she works like, twice no. As hard. She sees like she's literally like trying to be all cute and moving around and like she's in like, in, like the Lynn.
0: fetal
1: position. Yeah. Oh, look how cute. Um, so okay. So you grew up in Dallas. Uh I did. Ian I grew up uh in San Antonio first, and it's so crazy how like you have this completely different way of growing up and maintaining your friendships. Yeah. Whereas my whole childhood, I don't even really talk to anybody from my childhood besides my family members. Mm. And so it's pretty fascinating that, uh, yeah, our, our universe has crashed this way. And, you know, here, here I am, you know, 31 years old making, you know, making interesting things with someone that I met fairly recently, you know? Yeah.
0: It's, it's only been in the last like couple of years, but like a mm-hmm. year and a half that our, our lives have been at least heading in any sort of the same direction. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think I had made my decision to move out to California months and months before I knew that your plans were to move out here. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how vocal I had been about it, but, uh, but you know, just, we found ourselves kind of heading in the same direction Yeah, and able to withstand talking to each other for extended periods of time. It would seem.
1: Yeah especially it's, on a podcast. Yeah. I think it's been fun to kind of, I don't know because you know, we, when you meet people, cause I, this is at least for me, it's hard for me to like be comfortable around people that I don't know. Yeah. And when you meet somebody and you really start spending more time around this person you start getting to know their personality or whatever, it becomes, uh, I don't know. You kind of drop certain guards and then it just, if it works, you, it, it, is a really cool deal. You know, I feel like our friendship is kind of building and it's funny that it even s- is surrounded by this kinds of stuff. You know, it's, right. it's, it's more of like, we're making projects immediately and here's how it's happening. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a cool deal. Like, um,
0: I think there's something to be said for, um, collaborative connection. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's people.com to- copyrighted. Collaborative com <laughs> slash UK.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But I mean, it's, there's, there's people you enjoy working with. There's people you enjoy, you know, hanging out with, but you know, so far we're, we're just, I mean, fuck dude. Like you were one of the people that I knew the best recently that was out here whenever yeah. I came out here. Yeah. Um. And just again, coincidentally within a half hour of me arriving here, final destination you uh you brought up this podcast idea and to this day at this very current moment that is exactly what we're doing it's something that i've wanted to do for a long time you said that you've been wanting to be a radio host since you were like six or seven years old or something like that and you know we won for the longest time i've i've always wanted to do stuff like this yeah. You know, yeah. I was on, I was on radio Disney when I was a kid for, you know, just recorded commercials and stuff for them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a long time ago. Can you
1: give the audience, like, could you give a, an example of maybe some of the things you said? Oh God. You can check of- out Miley Cyrus on, <laughs> you know, you just go into this <laughs> on www
0: dot. Yeah. I don't even know the WB <laughs> On the WB. No, that's
1: not a pimple. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Cut!
0: uh i did a lot of uh like my
1: goddamn trailer fuck you guys
0: i did a lot of like product and movie reviews and stuff like that yeah just as a from a kid's perspective because it was a kid's network and you know they needed kids voices and stuff so that's cool man i did that for a long time and it it was a lot of fun but then just kind of got away from me and i never really i never really thought to buy my own microphones and do things like that, but like last year. Just
1: picturing this cutaway of you as a kid, just like losing your shit in one of the studio boxes, just like Fuck. flinging your papers and like. We'll do it live. Mickey Mouse is like peeking his head and, oh, are you okay? <laughs> uh, let's do this other take. We got to keep you happy. Keep your shit together, Ian. <laughs> if you want to get a cookie, you better get your shit together. God damn it. Mickey Mouse. Uh, that's a wrap. I shot to the fucking wrap. I said, that's a goddamn rap. you You're like, Oh my God, he put a condom on. All right, let's get him out of here. We got to get this kid out of here. Session over. Yeah. Mickey mouse lost his shit. Oh shit. Yeah. And that's when you gave up radio was that. And that's when I
0: gave up radio. Yeah, exactly. It scarred me for life until oh. uh, this wonderful, wonderful thing called podcasting came into my consciousness.
1: Yeah, man. And it- through Kevin Smith. Yeah, dude. Which Kevin is surprising,
0: Smith. man. Kevin Smith, uh, made clerks and all that kind of stuff. And he influenced my life in a number of different ways. Uh, You know, just because ever since I saw clerks, I got the sense that this guy's doing something in a very similar way to the way I will probably end up doing it is I'll end up having to make, make something on my own dime and then convince somebody that I am worth taking
1: more of a chance on and, uh, and do it. Do you think we could ever uh, get him on this show, Kevin Smith? Yeah, maybe think he's the kind of dude that would come hang out with us. And I think at a certain
0: point, yeah, I think okay, at a certain we'll see point. how
1: many episodes from episode two it takes to get Kevin Smith on the on the show on high dare. Yeah, on high dare.
0: Yeah, that would be great.
1: That'll be hilarious. Hilarious. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, my favorite uh, voice that he has, like character he does. Um, cause his voice is hilarious is when he does uh Jane silent Bob bits.
0: Oh yeah. I'm just kidding. Cause he's, he just stands there. <laughs> he's just like, wasn't that good?
1: Yeah. It's perfect.
0: Great impression.
1: Man, that was great. You even had the whole accent. I did, didn't I? Yeah.
0: So yeah, I mean, he was, he was a big influence for me, like making movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then years and years down the road, I started to really dig his podcasts and who knew? Go figure. This is what I'm doing now.
1: Man. And, yeah. So we, we have, uh We have this show. It's smoking weed. We're smoking weed and we're talking about ideas and we're copywriting shit. We are getting Smack business it. done, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to get business done, all you have to do is record yourself with some friends that have good ideas and, and talk smoke, about it. Smoke a lot. And smoke a lot and be willing to lose that material unless you copyright it. Copyright. You just have to say it. So it's all
0: you ever all you ever have to do. Yeah. Just say the word copyright.
1: Exactly. So
0: the universe will record it for you.
1: Quote, that's badass. Quote. Copyrighted. Copyrighted. That's mine.
0: It mine. is now Joe's. Joe's now Joe. word badass. Yes.
1: It is uh Millie McCormick's that's badass. Yeah. yeah. That's badass. We can't roll that commercial twice in one show. We can't. But we're going to right now. Oh, hey baby, that's badass. badass. Yeah. Okay, that was just a quick clip. We'll just do that short little clip. Just, just, the, just the clip. Just the clip. Just because it makes me. Just, just the clip. The happy. full thing will hurt. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, I had to. It just, I'm. I have a polluted mind. Joe, what is your background? Uh, well, let's see. You said I, you grew up in San Antonio. I grew up in San Antonio, and then I was basically in a public school system that was predominantly Hispanic community. Uh a little more rough around the edges kind of school system. And then uh my mom ended up marrying my who was my stepdad at the time, uh, which moved us out to Bernie, Texas, which was uh about 30 miles outside of the San Antonio City limits, which is the Texas Hill Country. If you know it, sure. you're probably woo, woo, drinking down a beer and <laughs> saying cheers and high-fiving each other. Cause yes, hello, everybody from Bernie, if anyone's listening. Hi. Uh, Hi. Hi there. Hi Dare. I'm high. I'm in a place where I can legally smoke. Ooh, But you can too, because I smoked a lot in Bernie. So. Right. Uh, no one really knows that, and I hope my image is not tarnished, and they're not going to take down my billboard with me and my gleaming white tooth. Ding! <laughs> Home of Joe Morales.
0: Joe Morales. Um,
1: <laughs> attorney at law. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but no, I grew up in Bernie, Texas, which became, it was very white community, Mm. um, very rich community. And it was a beautiful town, man. It's like your picturesque, you know, small town, but yeah. Um, I ended up, uh, I played piano growing up and I kind of like you, I didn't really go the radio route at all or like do anything. I always, um, I always liked being involved with, uh, like recording stuff, like kind of doing the, like making little home movies. Right. Like throughout my childhood, I did kind of the same thing a little bit here and there, but, um, not as badass and like, uh, you know, I didn't have lightsabers with actual uh, CGI and shit. Right. Your stuff was legit. I am more of the amateur and I'm embarrassed. And now my hat is in my hand and my tail is tucked and I'm going to walk to the corner and I'm going to stare down at this hole and I'm never going to pull my, okay. But, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Got a little uh, dark there. I know. I always do that. It, I'm also blazed out of my mind still. Hey, That's
0: that's okay. Still. <laughs> I feel like you're blazed in your mind.
1: Yeah, I am blazing my mind. So no, but, uh, Yeah. So grew up there and got into music and ended up playing with different, various people growing up. I uh, went to college. I was in a rock band. Uh, We were in like a pop, uh, like a pop, power pop kind of band. Okay. Uh, Indie pop. I don't know. But uh, it was called Spacemen Spiff and we were badasses. We were the shit. Nice. And we played uh, with lots of freaking killer bands. We opened up for a lot of badass national bands. Just. I was in high school, you know, so... That's awesome. So I grew up without having like a, a really cur- like no curfew because we'd always play shows. Right. And so...
0: Shows uh, just lasted as long as they did.
1: Yeah. So like growing up in Bernie was awesome because it wasn't... There was not a lot of pressure really. It was just pretty laid back. Um, right. But uh, yeah, ended up playing music and we kind of went into college a little bit with that band uh, and then our bass player passed away, which kind of changed the whole dynamic oh. of everything. Yeah. Uh, amazing dude named Matthew uh, Lou uh, mm-hmm. or to those who know him, it was Seneca Lou So yes. shout out to Seneca. I'm pouring a little, uh, of my vodka on the ground. There you go. Um, but yeah, he ended up passing away and it kind of just changed up the dynamics of our, of our band. He was one of my best friends and sure. he had, oh, he had a massive friend circle, man. It was really, it was cool to see somebody that you loved yeah. and didn't really understand how big that person impacted other people's lives. And you, you only, you, I had my perception and friendship with him, but I didn't really even realize, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you never do. Yeah. It was, it was inspiring to me. You can never was, really
0: have a, anybody else's perspective of, of somebody else or even of yourself. Yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, he, he ended up passing away anyway. So we, uh, we kind of disbanded and all, everybody went their separate ways. So I just started traveling with other artists and getting paid, just trying to make my ends meet. And, uh, it brought me out to Nashville where I toured for about five, six years, uh, doing some pretty rad shit with uh, a lot of cool bands, um, mainly in the Christian music industry. Uh, okay. Uh, but it was, uh, it was fun, man. Like there was a lot of great people I met out there and I had a really, you know, I had a really good time. I learned a lot of lessons and a lot about the music industry. So what were
0: you, what were you? doing on tour?
1: I was playing keys. Playing I was keys. Uh, playing, uh, keys and singing background vocals or sometimes percussion. Um, okay. Nice. Yep. And so for a long time I would just, uh, yeah, I just basically travel around on a tour bus and
0: did you ever, shows. Uh, did you ever cross over into the road crew side of it all?
1: Um, I definitely hung out and I've done like AV like work, okay. uh, here and there. I was never really passionate about it, so I'd never really pursued it, but I just to make you know, get, get some money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would take these gigs and, and go on, on these little adventures. Uh, one of them, which took me to Indianapolis, which was the, before episode one came out, Star Wars, Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we did the huge Star Wars, um, uh, oh, convention,
0: celebration. That's Dude, right.
1: It was huge. But we nice. went and set up all the audio for it and all the big breakout rooms. It was That's like awesome. line array in every room. It was massive. Wow. And so uh like rooms where George Lucas was coming in, you know, doing all this shit. Of course but, he was. But it was cool. So I traveled with this with a company that did that for a while. So shout out to uh the Oliver brothers. Those dudes are unbelievable. They're bad. Impacted my they're badass. They impacted my life for real. They were good people. And uh but you know, they weren't enough to keep me in the AV world. I, uh, they just weren't enough. So guys, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, so I really, my passion was music and I eventually I got myself to the point where I just started saving up my cash yeah, and started paying to make my own records, uh, while I was touring. And eventually I'm licensing that music and I have been able to get off the road and I do various other projects here and there that, uh, make my, make my bills become something I don't think about. So
0: when uh, when did you release your first album?
1: My first album called If I Could came out in 2009. I recorded that in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Actually, Richardson, Texas to, to Texas, to be more. Yeah. Texas. I, I recorded it in Richardson, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm in that little hookah shop over in Richardson. Have you been to that hookah bar there? Yes, I
0: have, actually.
1: That place is great. Um, but no, I recorded it. Uh, producer John Meyer... Uh, not to be confused with John Mayer, John Meyer. Uh, he, uh, helped me with the project and he, uh, we put it together and had a lot of great musicians come and play on it. Uh, Milo Deering, uh, Hai Fung, JP Talley. I mean, just dude, a string of people, uh, really cool chick who's actually has some cool music out there. Her name is Jillian Edwards. Uh, shout out, shout out to Jillian. Yeah. She, um, go check her music out. Uh, but she came and sang on some BGVs, and so I don't know. It was a cool, more folky kind of rock, poppy kind of record. How many albums do you have? I've got two full lengths, and then I've got uh, a EP I put out last uh, five song EP I put out last November, and then 2013, and then I put out a. I'm putting out an EP on Tuesday, this Tuesday,
0: so. Tuesday August yeah, August 26th what? August 26th Yep.
1: 26th? it's called constellations yeah. the 26th
0: yeah you sure this so time? so
1: hashtag constellations
0: what's up I said you're sure this time I think I'm... last I think last episode we uh we thought about have been the 29th
1: oh I think it's the 26th it is the 26th yeah
0: it's a Tuesday. the Tuesday 23rd 23rd 24th
1: it's the 26th
0: it's the 23rd today oh today's the 23rd today's sorry the 23rd. I'm just like no, no, no. so so we're good we're on. so the same yeah we're page. golden
1: uh but yeah so that comes out on the 26th you can uh, check it out. So by now it's on iTunes or Spotify. You can hear it. Uh, but yeah, it's a kind of a popped out electronic. I kind of been moving, uh, progressing a little forward with trying different things and, uh, just putting out different kinds of, uh, material, you know, and I did this project with a producer named Josh Hawkins, who is unbelievable. He's a great remixer, a great producer, a great writer. Uh, but he has his own stuff on SoundCloud called super duper. So you can check out, we'll put a link on the site for that, but it's, it's great. He's really talented. That's wonderful. Yeah, man. So, and here uh, along that journey, i yeah, found I've myself had... moving out to LA and it thank shout out to my licensing company, the music bed who has been monumental in my life, uh, allowing me to actually be out here uh, to, to have the freedom to kind of start these, this network with you and and me not have to think about, working you know and so
0: you're doing you're doing good with uh with music bed doing great i mean they're 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 keeping going
1: doing great i don't know what doing good is and i don't know what doing great is but i don't really think about my bills often so yeah i just feel like that's a good sign you got this i'm going for it
0: man this is it's honestly been an incredible thrill ride for me the past couple of yeah man you know months now since i've been here 23rd yeah i mean this is It's I've been here over two months now and it's just been nonstop with a a couple little hiccups, you know, and, and, and speed bumps and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But, uh, nonstop doing things, including Mm. creating a podcast network. That was not something I anticipated doing when I came out here.
1: It's Uh, not something I thought about.
0: You know, I didn't, I didn't think that, uh, I would know so many writers and people to, to do some things with and, and have the time that I have in order to actually start developing the things that I came out here to do and to yeah. uh, you know it's 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 an eye opening experience having being actually actually being here as opposed to looking forward to it and trying to uh, understand what I might be seeing when I get there
1: yeah and you're here now and I'm here and you're here definitely you're in it and we love having you guys be a part of this with us cuz we're definitely on a journey to who knows where, but we're going and we're on it and we're driving uh with our with our eyes closed. And we're all we're in it together. We are in it together. We're holding hands, we are clicking skates and we're on the roller rink uh dance floor
0: and somebody together. else has their hand on the wheel. Holding hands. It's definitely not me.
1: Well, I I give that one away to the to the big man above. And I take my hands off the wheel. Yeah. Jesus. And, uh, take the wheel. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it.
0: <laughs> Carrie Underwood already did.
1: Carrie Underwood did. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of cool, uh, ideas and things that are coming along in other pro- various projects. And we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date. And yes, I think we should have merchandise at some point. I think it'd be awesome to have koozies. I and, do too. Maybe T-shirts or something for, for the other shows. Bandanas would be hilarious. Or eye stickers. patches.
0: Eye patches.
1: I would I would wear a uh, a freaking Wee Two D Two eye patch.
0: Something from uh
1: like a a high High dare, yeah. It's abstract. just a, uh, or it's just it's it's two eye patches. You buy two of them, and then there's two like uh horizontal joints. But yeah. it looks like your eyes are little slits. <laughs> yeah. That would be. Uh, those are for high dare? High dare, yeah. See, <laughs> nice. so you, you've got high eyes, but they're little joints.
0: Maybe they're sunglasses.
1: They could be sunglasses. And
0: they've got like a little design that make it look like high eyes.
1: But we don't mess around with our merch, so we go buy a bunch of like, we hit a sunglasses hut and we get a bunch of Ray-Bans, and then we put our own little stickers on it.
0: We just paint
1: on there like with little dots. Yeah, yeah. Hand Halfway through there. the painting session, yeah. I look over and you're like painting your pinky nail, and you're like <laughs> totally on the phone talking to Betty and Roberta on three-way. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know who Betty and Roberta are. So if you are out there, Betty and Roberta.
0: Betty and Roberta are the shit.
1: They're totally the shit.
0: L- legit. The legit shit.
1: They're too legit to quit. How are we doing? I think we're good. I think we've gone over our time.
0: Dude, I think it's badass that we have recorded two episodes in two days.
1: So
0: keep it going? Yeah. Yeah. We're just we're just closing out the show.
1: Yeah, we are definitely closing out. We're we're at uh an hour and nine minutes or so. An
0: hour and some change. Yeah. Who knows how long the the final edited episode will exactly. be. Exactly. But uh that's the beauty of podcasting. I was mentioning that earlier. You can do whatever you want. It can be as long or as short as it needs to be, as long as it serves its purpose. Absolutely. And this show definitely serves its purpose.
1: Exactly. I it's, don't think it never it doesn't really have to be in any sort of constraint, you know.
0: No, I don't think it should be. I I think that
1: unless you're into that sort of thing, put a little red ball in its mouth. You know.
0: Well, I mean, you know, <laughs>
1: there, there's that would some be... kinky
0: motherfuckers out there. <laughs>
1: well, welcome to Hide Air. Put this in your mouth. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's how
0: we that's how we close out the show every week.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go that. route. The dungeon door closes. The dungeon. Door.
0: <laughs> you're ours now. Bye dare.
1: <laughs> Bye dare. Hi dare.
0: <laughs> what's a, what's a, a good way to end the show? Did we ever figure that out? Bye dare. Bye dare. Bye now.
1: Bye now. Uh, you know, I don't know. I say we just, uh, we each have our own little quick sign off. I think you can just make it up on the spot and potentially we may find the ones with that click. We, we might. So I could leave this. Uh, would you like to go ahead and take the baton? Uh, I, uh, well, damn. Damn is going to be your close closing tag. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That might be it. All right. So, uh, damn the, the show's on its, uh, on its way out. And, uh, how do we do this? How do we do this? The
1: show's on its way out and, uh, damn, just don't want it to end.
0: I nobody wants it to end.
1: Nobody wants it to end. There's already people like already packing up their trapper keepers and Crayolas and condoms and I don't know what I'm talking about right now, Ian.
0: Dude, I'm giving myself the wrap-up sign. I think we should uh, okay. just say that I'm
1: Ian. And I'm Joe. And this damn. is Hi Dare. And damn. Damn. Thanks. Damn, thanks for hanging out with us. With your little bitty everybody cuss. Everybody wants a motherfucking rust. I don't know. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's, it would almost be like the tag, the, the audios tag would be like a... I'm Joe, and we just had a blast tonight. Oh, I think
0: what if it was, what if it was, I'm Ian and I'm Joe, and boy, we are dare as fuck.
1: Ooh. Or I'm Ian and I'm Joe, and goddamn, we gotta go. (laughs) Goddamn, we gotta go. I'm Ian. Oh, we do the opposite (laughs) name. Oh my God. He's
0: Ian and he's Joe. He's Ian. And he's Joe
1: god damn together we, we gotta, gotta go. go so let's try one fluid
0: dude I think this was an awesome show this week me too man it was it was fun and educational I feel like I actually learned a lot about you
1: yeah man I, and I'll hopefully I'll dig a little deeper I was kind of keeping it pretty surface you know yeah I'll I'll, I'll go deep There's I like to go time. deep
0: There's plenty of time for all that
1: yeah I'm I'm one that doesn't mind going deep you know Well I have no gag reflex and I think sometimes uh, going deep into thought is fun.
0: Just gotta go balls deep (laughs) sometimes.
1: Balls deep. We'll end it on that. End it on that. And we'll have a Wikipedia page to balls or the urban dictionary of what balls deep means. So here's your clicker. It's
0: It's on the website. So for this week, I'm Ian.
1: And I'm Joe. And goddamn. We gotta gotta go. follow us on twitter at high underscore dare and be sure to check us out online at entertheelftree.com for all you old school dot comers